0: Tonight's teaching is called Glory of God. And this comes from the message our Blessed Mother gave us last week on the feast of her Immaculate Conception. And as I have shared with you, each message that the Lord or our Blessed Mother give us, we need to, like Father Ron told us, dissect. So as I Pondered every word, every sentence, the Holy Spirit really highlighted the three words, glory of God. So I'm going to focus tonight's teaching on one sentence from the message of December 8th, 2022. Our Blessed Mother said, Please tell God's little mustard seed to persevere. In faith, hope, and love during the purification by fire, and God's little mustard seed will experience the glory of God with you. so what does that exact actually mean to that we will experience during this difficult time the glory of God? So let us go first to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Number 293, it says, Scripture and tradition never cease to teach and celebrate this fundamental truth. The world was made for the glory of God. St. Bonaventure explains that God created All things, not to increase his glory, but to show it forth and to communicate it. For God has no other reason for creating than his love and goodness. Number 294 of the Catechism explains this. The glory of God consists in the realization of this manifestation and communication of his goodness for which the world was created. God made us to be his sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. To the praise of his glorious grace. Ephesians 1, 5 through 6. For the glory of God is man fully alive. And moreover. Man's life is the vision of God. My community. Keep those words in your heart. Man's life is the vision of God. If God's revelation through creation has already obtained life for all the beings that dwell on earth, how much more will the words manifestation of the Father obtain life for those who see God? The ultimate purpose of creation is that God, who is the creator of all things, may at last become all in all, thus simultaneously assuring his own glory and our beatitude. Therefore, according to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, God created us to know, to see, to experience his glory, That means his majesty, power, dominion, illumination, holiness. And for us to communicate his glory as we become the vision of God through our union with Jesus Christ. My community, this is transformation. We share in the glory of God by doing his will and by growing in virtue. Therefore, I went to the book of messages and I did my search, glory of God. And I came to 18 messages where Jesus and our blessed mother mentioned to us the glory of God. And as I studied and read each of those sentences, I realized there are two parts to the glory of God. The first is that we, his creation, see and experience the glory of God. So, for example, in November of 2010, the Lord Says this, which is at the beginning of the path. Chapter Two Allow me to remove the plank from your eyes that keeps you from contemplating the glory of God before you. In 2011, January, our Lord says this A hearted heart. Is not able to receive the grace of God. It is not able to see the glory of God revealed before him. Therefore. The entire beginning of the path. The Lord focuses. On bringing to our consciousness. All the ways. That the interior eyes of our soul are covered. That prevent us from living and experiencing continuously the glory of God. Our woundedness, living stuck in our wounds. Our hardness of heart. All our disorders. All our falsehood. Our veils. That keep us from experiencing personally the glory of God before us. Therefore, the work of the spirit in the path is to begin to unveil us. So that we can live as God's creatures continuously experiencing the glory of God. And that's why our blessed mother says, even during the purification by fire, in that justice of God, I want you to live in the glory of God. Because even in his justice, God is love and he is manifesting his goodness He is manifesting his love and his justice. And therefore, even in our trials, even in our difficult times, we should be glorifying God, seeing God in all things. The Lord goes on to tell us, March of 2011, suffer all with patient endurance and the glory of God will be revealed to you. The Lord begins to reveal a beautiful mystery to us that's been in the church always. The mystery that by suffering with Christ, the glory of God begins to be revealed to us. In April of 2011, the Lord says, be perfect and pure as I am perfect and pure and you will see the glory of God revealed before you and the life of the most holy Trinity take life within each of you. The whole path is a path of purification of being made pure so that we can live gazing At the glory of God before us. In November of 2011, the Lord says, I became man to set you free from the bondage of your sins so that you can see with the eyes of my angels the glory of God before you. In December, Of 2011, the Lord speaks about the removing of the veils. Grace builds upon grace, but also each grace removes a veil that keeps the eyes of your soul from seeing the glory of God before you and the darkness That keeps you from hearing the whisper of God within you. He goes on to say in 2012 Bring them, my daughter, as one with my mother, to the foot of the cross to see the glory of God before them. The path brings us to contemplate Jesus crucified. Because in his crucified body, he radiates to perfection the glory of God, which is God himself, which is love. In 2014, believe the promises of God and you will see the glory of God unfold before your eyes. Here he begins to reveal to us the importance of faith. Believe my daughters and sons believe the greater our faith, the more perfect we can see the radiance of the glory of God in our lives. And finally, in 2015, the Lord says, but those who have been made clean by the blood of the lamb will experience the glory of God. So, as we come to a close this Advent, to prepare for Christmas, we should ask, what keeps me still from seeing the glory of God in everything? In every circumstance, in every joy, in every pain, in every difficulty in every exaltation, in everything, in the good, the bad. What keeps me personally still from seeing the glory of God? The second part to the glory of God from pondering the messages is the phrase for the glory of God. For the glory of God has to do with our becoming transformed into God, the, the vision of God. For example, in September of 2012, the Lord said, suffer all with patience and love. Knowing the love of God the Father for you in me. For the glory of God and the salvation of the world. The Lord begins to form us in suffering everything with him with patience and love. Because this way of living brings glory to him. In 2019, he said, If my words remain in your hearts, you will persevere through the many trials predestined for you to suffer for the glory of God and the salvation of countless souls. God has placed in our life trials and sufferings because it is in those that we are made perfect in the sacrifice of Jesus's suffering to bring God glory and to aid in the salvation of souls, which brings God glory. So you begin to see that the entire path is to transform us into the image and likeness of God for his glory. Because that is why he created us. And it is in becoming the glory of God, one with him, the image of God, that we become fulfilled human beings. We enter true happiness because that is why God created us. In 2019, he says, persevere in your own crucifixion for the glory of God. And the establishment of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. So the Lord, look again persevere my brothers and sisters in our crucifixion for the glory of God in 2021 persevere till the end and you will witness the heavenly Jerusalem established on earth for the glory of God And you will rejoice at my right side with the 144,000 who endured for love of me to the end. The Lord promises us if we persevere in this path, the narrow path of the cross to transformation. We will enter fully the glory of God in heaven. He's promising us that. This is so beautiful. And finally, the last one I'll read to you. January of 2022. Persevere in this profound interior work, my little one. For it is this perfect union of love that will grant you the crown of martyrdom for the glory of God. And the establishment of my kingdom on earth. I'm going to focus now on an article. By Father Maurice Emelou. Entitled, we are made for the glory of God. He writes. First, concerning God's glory revealed in the New Testament. He says, the key insights to understand what the glory of God means are the words of the Savior in John 17, his prayer to the Father. I glorified thee on earth, having accomplished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, Father, glorify thou me in thy own presence with the glory which I had with thee before the world was made. I have manifested thy name to the men whom thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them to me, and they have kept thy word. Jesus brought God glory by finishing the work The father gave him to do the work of salvation, which is embodied by belief in the fullness of divine revelation. The glory of God is the very identity of God. And Jesus, in the fullness of revelation, because he has revealed to humanity the character and identity of God. The Lord Jesus Christ is God's glory revealed. The disciples came to know in time that Jesus was the embodiment and revelation of God. He who has seen me, the Lord told Philip, has seen the Father. What has the Lord said to us? First, according to our mission, because it is clear that Jesus glorified the Father by completing in perfect obedience the mission that the Father gave him, the salvation of the world. In 2016, the Lord says to us, I bless you, my little one, with the kiss of Abba as he seals your heart with the mission given to you for the glory of God and the salvation of many souls. This mission was transmitted to me and to each of you. As I pondered this one sentence, It's very beautiful to all of a sudden realize that Jesus is saying he's blessing us with the kiss of the Father, Abba. It is the kiss of Abba that seals, he says, the mission in our heart so that through this mission, we bring glory to God. My family, this is so important for us because just like Jesus Christ could not give glory to the Father if he didn't fully embrace the mission given to him. We cannot glorify God if the mission given to us in perfect obedience to God is fulfilled in us. It is through this mission that we give glory to God. He asks in the article, How can we glorify God? He writes, In the New Testament, the apostles used the word glory to mean to value highly, to exalt, and to magnify. We can glorify God by exalting Him. Magnifying him and valuing him as our supreme treasure. So let's begin with the first one: exalting God. The article says, We exalt God with praise, with acknowledgement of his supreme majesty, with acts of gratitude, and with prayer. So, three ways we exalt God: praise, gratitude, And prayer. He goes on to write. The best way to praise God. Is to offer him the son's sacrifice of praise. Which he offered to the father for us all on the cross of Calvary. Thus the Eucharist. Is the apex of divine praise on earth. My community in 2019 the Lord said to us, Allow me to crucify you for the glory of God and the salvation of the world. We praise God, of course, through we were so used to hearing praise and worship, right? The the, the prayers of the prayer that we say of, of of praise of singing of praise. Yet there is a much perfect praise. It's the praise of Christ. The sacrifice of praise. The perfect praise of Jesus Christ to the Father is his sacrifice. That is why the Lord desires victim souls. Because it is in our union with the crucified, In the sacrifice of Christ, that we give him the greatest glory. That is perfect praise. And that is why our Lord says to us, our motto of this community, of our mission is, Suffer all with me, no longer two but one in my sacrifice of love. That is perfect praise. That is the perfect prayer. That is the perfect exaltation of God. He also said in September of 2020, your heart belongs totally to me. For me to cherish and mold into my pure sacrifice of love to our Father, so that He will be glorified through you in me. This is so powerful, my community, because the entire formation that God Himself has been giving us through the simple path, which is the heart the life of the gospel of the scriptures is to bring glory to God is to make us one with the pure sacrifice of love, which is Christ, which is the prayer of John 17. It is in this living, the path that we fulfill the prayer of Jesus to the father in John 17. Let me move on to magnifying God. The second point, the article says we glorify God by magnifying him. That is by making him more visible to others. In simple terms, To glorify God is to reveal him to those we encounter throughout our society. Whatever we do that does not reveal or worse obscures the holiness and goodness of God frustrates our primary goal. We are primarily made for God's glory. To be his reflection in the world. In 2012, the Lord says to us, I am forming each of you to radiate the glory of God in the world. That is magnifying God. Now, last week, December 11th, 2022, the Lord explained to me, Further about the glory of God. Listen carefully. He said. Every disorder in your humanity. Is a distortion of God's glory. Therefore. The spirit comes as fire. From my pierced heart. To burn away all falsehood in each soul. So that through this living, pulsating fire, each soul can be renewed through me, with me, and in me in God's image and likeness, and thus bring glory to God on earth and for all eternity in heaven. Wow. That first sentence has been sealed in my heart. Every disorder in our humanity is a distortion of God's glory. No wonder the Lord puts so much emphasis in the simple path of bringing to light all our disorders because they're a distortion of how God created us. So he brings it to the light to heal those distortions, to transform them, to purify them so that we become more and more the radiance of the glory of God. The article continues. Although the world in all its beauty points to its creator and thereby magnifies him. And although the very existence of living plants and animals are a testimony of the eternal wisdom of the creator, these created things do so without will or choice. Humans and humans alone in the temporal order are called to magnify the Lord with their will and choices. This happens, it turns out. In the very being of humanity, when the person is fully alive in love and faith and hope. There is where St. Irenaeus says, the glory of God and man is fully alive. My community, do you realize that's what our Blessed Mother was telling us last week? In her message on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, listen carefully again now. She said, please tell God's little mustard seed to persevere in faith, hope, and love during the purification by fire. And God's little mustard seed will experience the glory of God with you. The more we are perfected in pure, pure, complete faith, hope, and love, is when we are the vision of God Himself, the glory of God. And finally, the third point valuing God as our highest treasure. We glorify God by worshiping him as our highest priceless treasure. We can then acknowledge his lordship, submit to his son, participate in his work, endure anything and suffer for his sake, and be ready to offer our lives in martyrdom. Martyrdom. From the same Greek root word for witnessing. Is the clearest evidence of one who treasures God above all else. If we really take God as our highest treasure. Then nothing will ever take his place in our lives. In fact. We will be willing and ready to sacrifice everything including our lives for God's cause. Our blessed mother in that same message of December 8th said, remain in prayer and silence so that your hearts are prepared and the light of God can shine through you to witness God's love and peace. The witness, my community, are the martyrs. That is why the Lord continuously pleads with love crucified. Bring me victim souls. Our blessed mother said, continue to extend the red carpet of victim souls. Because God thirst. Jesus is thirst on the cross is only quenched by victim souls. Because it is only a victim soul that becomes one with the sacrifice of Christ that can give perfect glory to God and be transformed in his image and likeness. That is why God is begging and calling us to bring him victim souls. My community, let us enter this Christmas thanking God For the gift he has given us. The path is a treasure. Of God entrusted to us for the church. To bring forth the new evangelization. To bring forth the new men and women to give God glory. The world is not going to be evangelized with theology and philosophy. The world is going to be evangelized by transformed men and women that radiate the glory of God. Where our eyes sparkle with the love of the Trinity, where our words, every time we open our mouth comes love, wisdom, the knowledge that we live our lives in the mystery of divine love, that everything about us, our touch, our silence, everything about us radiates the Trinity. As the world gets darker and the justice of God touches the world, the souls that are full of light full of the glory of God will be seen. We will stand out, my community. As the world enters fear, we experience this during the pandemic. If we remain in faith, hope, and love, as our Blessed Mother is telling us, we will, even in the worst suffering, We will experience the glory of God and we will radiate his light in the world. This is what the Lord has asked of us. This are true victim souls. Enter Christmas, my community, thanking God, glorifying God. And awaiting his second coming in his Eucharistic reign. The reign of our lady and the Holy Spirit. It's coming. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.